Hi everyone, it's Derek from the iReady podcast here and this is my reaction to the 3-2 win against Aberdeen in the Premiership tonight. Who needs World Cup final dramas when you've got Aberdeen versus Rangers in the last few minutes? Eh? Bizarre, bizarre way to win the game as well at the end. Really not a good performance overall in, in that respect. I think Michael Beale needs to forget about the result tonight and actually deal with the uh, the lack of performance from a lot of the players tonight, it wasn't a good performance whatsoever. Some of the players still really haven't kicked the ball and more concerning than now for really the same team for the best part of 18 months, bar the European games on the run to Seville, the second leg of the PSV game and a few games here and there, we cannot get 90 minutes out of the team. It was shown against Hibs there the first game back. Once again, it was shown tonight as well. I wouldn't say the first half was a great performance, but it was a hell of a lot better than the second half anyway, which we'll, we'll get into. We did line up though with one change from the Hibs game and Connor Goldson back from his injury. Lundstrom was dropped to the bench for that one. So we lined up McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Devine, Jack, Kamara, Tillman, Kent, Sakala and Morelos. On the subs bench were McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Matondo, Wright, Davies, McCann, Arfield, King and Lowry. Now it was a decent first half, it was a fairly open game and surprise surprise Aberdeen had been way better than they were at the weekend against Celtic. It only taken them about three minutes to get their first shot on target which they never could do in 90 minutes on Saturday. We were largely in control but Aberdeen were getting forward without doing very much of it. Our defence was having a few harem scare moments but largely it dealt with. Devine was looking lively, dare I say it, Kent as well, more like the good Kent we know he can be. Sakala decent to a point, Morelis completely anonymous, he was a disgrace again tonight. We went through a 20 minute spell where our players were slipping all over the place as well, that continued in the second half. Change your studs, change your boots, I don't know what the problem was, Aberdeen players weren't doing it. We did get an early goal though on the 12th minute and it was Sakala that scored. The ball was on the right with Tavernier, he cuts it to Jack who feeds it to Morelis in the box who passes to Sakala in the box. The ball flicks up, he tries to shoot but it was blocked, deflected right back, back to him and shoots it again, this time in at the back of the net. There was a VAR check afterwards as there was a suggestion that when the ball was flicked up it did hit Sakala's hand but the replay shown not a chance, it was off his chest chest. Really not a lot else happened in that half from either team to be honest. Aberdeen were trying to get forward, our defenders were slipping, we dealt with it in defence largely any time we did have a shot, it was right at the keeper. I've said this time and time again, the keeper seems to be a magnet for, for our shots, all never changes. And then Aberdeen get a goal in the 45th minute, really kind of out of nothing. It was from a free kick where Sakala gave the ball away in midfield and the ball played forward. The attacker got the better of Sands and he put in a lacklustre challenge from behind. I think he even got booked for it as well and he gave away a free kick just on the edge of the box. It was a poor challenge. Goldson was there covering as well so there was plenty of time. It wasn't as if it was a goal scoring opportunity and I still think he could have got in front of the player as well if he had tried a wee bit. It just seemed to be a very lazy challenge. But the free kick came 20 yards on the right, over the wall, into the top corner. Uh, 
a great execution of the free kick, but we gave them the opportunity for the fact that McGregor's positioning was absolutely woeful. The wall wasn't set up correctly, and McGregor, he almost seemed to get a skiff for it, but the whole setup was absolutely wrong. McGregor should have done better. I mean, ultimately, it did start from a needless challenge from Sands, but you've got to defend it. Ultimately, you've got to defend it. So, a bit flat going into, into the second half, and I don't know, maybe that knocked the stuffing out of us for the second half because we just did not show up whatsoever, really, until the last couple of minutes of the game. Aberdeen came out the traps, we just were so slow, I think we ultimately made Aberdeen look a lot better than they were, but they were up for it and we certainly weren't, and they got their goal in the 53rd minute. Sands with another sloppy piece of play, it was a sloppy clearance on the edge of the box, right to the Aberdeen player who controls it on the bounce and the half volley into the bottom corner. Cracking strike, all the same, but absolutely shocking defending all round. Shortly after that, we put a cross into the Aberdeen box in the 56th minute. McCrory handles it twice. No VAR check. What is the point of VAR? I know there was contentious decision uh, that went for us with the whole non-handball in the, the Hibs game, but this was as blatant as you want. Clear handball. He palmed it away. Not only once, but twice he palmed it away and not even a check. Just absolutely diabolical. Just after that 58th minute, Sakala, Jack, Sands and Kamara off. Lundstrom, Wright, Arfield and Davies on. That just seemed to completely unsettle the team. Aberdeen were on top from there. we never done anything. Neither did Aberdeen, mind you. Aberdeen were play-acting all the time their keeper went down for a good four minutes I think it was getting treatment from a routine dive I don't know if he just dived on the ball or winded himself it was a bizarre set of circumstances however their play acting became their undoing because on the 95th minute of a seven minute injury time Arfield made it two each Kent drives the ball forward on the left cuts inside it's a powerful shot from just outside the box the keeper saves but spills to Arfield and shoots in, in with the rebound he wasn't finished because two minutes later, right at the death on the 97th minute, Arfield made it 3-2. Tillman holding up the ball well on the left-hand side of the box, crossed into the back post, a header by the defender, falls to Goldson, skiffs off his chest, falls to Arfield and he shoots it in. There was a VAR check as well, there was complaints that it hit off his arm, not at all as well, again off his chest. And just the right place, right time for Arfield both times. Great play by Tillman in the run-up to that goal by holding it up as well. So, really... We got out of jail with that one. It certainly papers over the cracks. There are several players in that team that are just not trying at all. Morelos, I'm sorry, that boy, he's only in the team just now because we literally have no other options unless you're going to start chucking the youngsters in, which really... Much like the four substitutions on a one-er was a last-ditch attempt, if you're going to chuck in all the youngsters just because we've nobody else, that is a bit of a last-ditch thing. But maybe it's what's needing. He's needing a kick up the arse because he is not trying at all. You know, Sakala was decent. Devine was good. Kent, as I said, was good. Tillman showed it in the first half. Great in the, for the, the, the third goal there. But again, Tavernier, Goldson, Sands just really at the back, giving away sloppy, sloppy chances, sloppy goals. McGregor, his time's up. These are all the things that Beal has got to think about coming into this transfer window. It is really just a case of trying to get points on the board now, not slipping up like that. 
and trying to get into January and trying to get bodies in, bodies out because that's what this team's needing now. But anyway, no rest as ever because we go again on the 23rd and we are back up that neck of the woods as well because we're travelling to Dingwall. That's a 1945 kick-off against Ross County in the Premiership. So... We'll be back for another post-match after that one. Dave and I am not too sure when we're recording the podcast, but as ever, you can go to all the usual podcast outlets, including Twitter and Facebook, to hear what we do. So, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks for listening, and goodbye.